you're listening to, son. I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. That's my purse! That's my purse! I don't know you! That's my purse! That's my purse! I don't know you! Purse! Now! That's my purse. Don't be afraid to shout it. That's my purse! Try it again. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's my purse. I don't know you. What's up, Tony? What's up, Joe? What's new with you? Ah oh, man, you know, just watching some King of the Hill. Like, I mean, Dude. that's what we do. This is what <laughs> we do. Dude, I watch King of the Hill while running on the treadmill or the elliptical. Yeah. There's sometimes a cycle machine. You know, gotta I, mix it up. I watch it while reciting old Bloodhound Gang lyrics. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Rob Van Winkle. Yep, Jimmy, Jimmy, the pop, Jimmy, the jam, Jimmy, the yay. <laughs> all right, guys, welcome back to the Texas State Boggle Champions. Yeah. So all of our listeners should be the Texas State Boggle Champs with us today. Yeah. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Peggy. <laughs> Did you have to tell the whole neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Hank's got the willies. Penis? Yeah. <laughs> Hank's got the willies on this one though. Oh yeah, he does. So uh what willies are we talking about? You were talking about Bloodhound Gang and that really threw me off. Yeah, those are some wild willies there. <laughs> <laughs> I was they thinking do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about a Fox show and you know, you had that whole Nat Geo catalog behind you. That yeah. really threw me off. Right? <laughs> Oh man, no! This is um, what's what's that Willie? That guy, he's he's known. What's the guy's known for smoking all that weed? Willie, Snoop Dogg. Willie, no, it's not Snoop Dogg. Martha uh, Stewart. It's definitely not Martha Stewart. Not with that uh, Bic lighter commercial ad that they <laughs> yeah, have. Heard Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> it's like perfect product placement. Willie, Willie. Oh, is he crazy? Like crazy Patsy- Willie. Yeah, like with Patsy Cline. Oh, wrote, wrote crazy. <clears throat> crazy for being something with you. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that was bad. I think tomorrow. What a lovely singing voice there, Joe. Yeah. Take a swig of water. So uh I have true, a rapping voice, not a singing voice. Yeah. True story. Um my grandmother's uh boyfriend loves this guy. His name's Willie Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Never heard of him. Okay, it's probably because of his guitar. His guitar is named maybe the most leftist type of thing. It's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but next time I get on the road again, I'll give him a listen. Yeah. Dude, there's a hilarious <laughs> joke about... Uh, have you heard Willie Nelson? He's dead, and everybody's like, oh no, what happened? I was like, well, he got caught playing on the road again. <laughs> Dude, it's such a stupid joke, but Willie Nelson, man, legendary Willie Nelson playing his uh, favorite acoustic, which is actually, it's not a parlor guitar, it's one of those nylons, you know, the the finger style nylons, Yeah. named Trigger. Played it so much, there's literally holes eight through the front of the top. It's a great guitar, though. Yeah. I don't think they show them as weathered as it is today, like in this episode, but we get this cold opening starting out the episode that... The Willie Nelson Golf Club Resort or something? Yeah, it's something along them lines, and Hank's having a dream. It's Willie Nelson's Pedernales Country Club. Yeah, and it, you know. Pitching. Or, or sorry, no spitting, no fighting, no gambling, <laughs> and no more than 12 in your foursome. <laughs> I think the, the no gambling was a throwout to uh, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah, I think so also. I don't think they actually got along. My um, grandmother's boyfriend is a huge Willie Nelson fan. And this dude one day pulled me over to the side, and he's like, dude, you got to listen to this guitar solo. And he's trying to get me to guess who this person is. The first thing I hear is a nylon string. Well, I'm like, well, this is not the opening for Fade to Black, Metallica. Right. So, <laughs> and I'm like, this is subtle, sultry, and somewhere in the cadence of maybe like 70 beats per minute. I was like, this dude's going to die before he finishes the solo. And he's like, you'll never guess who this is. And I said, I have no idea. And he's like, this is Willie Nelson, the greatest guitar player on the face of this earth. And well, my jaw hit my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, dude, you never even heard of like Steve Vai or anything. Like, or Stevie Ray Vaughan. Or Steve Ray Vaughan. Or, 
<laughs> or, you know, Hendrix or, you know, Tim Henson nowadays, the fucking Polyphia guitar player puts me to shame. <laughs> little 18-year-old kid who makes me just want to quit every time I yeah, hear him play. Like, like you how know. are you so good? Like, yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> but not Willie Nelson. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they no. do play guitar, so uh, Willie and Hank are actually at the golf course teeing off. Hey, Hank, won't we tee off together? So yep. there's like this fictitious thing where they go, blink, both of them, par three, yep. checking out the ball. They both synchronize each other and get a hole in one, you know, dead center perfect. <laughs> like, what the world? <laughs> like, but uh, golly, you got to think Mike Judge actually pulls Willie Nelson to voice act on right? this episode. And I'm like, this is the fourth episode. I know. It's like so like. It's so like right in the beginning of the show run. It's not like it's been it's been on for years. Yeah, I know. And what's crazy is like he doesn't have like Les Claypool like create his intro music, you know, like some of the other famous TV shows. Yeah, yeah. But he has such a wide connection of like artists, and it it really shows. So he's pulling out his ace in the hole. Fox needs to know that Mike Judge is serious about putting Hank Hill on the map yep. and making it a household name. So Hank's got Willie Nelson here, you know, dead center, perfect. They hit a hole in one. And you know what? The greatest guitar player on the face of the earth, according to my grandpa's boyfriend. Your is, grandpa? Uh, Wait, your grandpa had a boyfriend? No, grandma. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm like you're... laughing. I was like, whoa. I'm, I'm laughing through this. Yeah, I'm not that progressive. So uh, I don't even have progressive insurance. I have Geico. So uh, <laughs> I have progressive. I run with flow. Oh, no. <laughs> it's that time of the month. Yep. The, oh, when you pay the bill. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> Willie's really reconsidering that, you know, he could have been a great propane salesman and selling propane and propane accessories, but it's just, just his darn music career that got yeah. in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, while they're playing guitar together, um, all of a sudden a, a hummingbird, like, flies up and starts bothering Willie, and he starts hearing this terrible noise. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm actually batting off like June bugs right now, so it's about the same thing. You're, bzz, bzz, you know, go by. <laughs> and we we find out that uh, Hank's, uh, you know, going in to see this racket going on. That's his He's guitar. Like, what the? Dink, dink. And he starts doing this Pete Townsend like world, yeah. like playing this really chucka rhythm that's not even a full chord. <laughs> and then what in the hell? <laughs> Wakes up out of a dead sleep. <laughs> is it Betsy? Yeah, or yeah, whatever his guitar name is. Dude, I don't yeah. name my guitars. What in the world? Like, yeah, but, yeah. So, uh, what he does is he sprints off to the sound, and it's the sound of Bobby standing in his bed doing the Pete Townsend whirlwind. You know, yeah. Knock. I don't know. I think I should name my guitars like that's Val. Val for Valentine. Signature. That's Jazzy. Okay, Jazz Master, that makes sense. And that's like Ming Wang. Ming Wang. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even it's the only one made in China that I got. And it, it doesn't even say guitar across the headset. It says Geeter. It says GTRS. Gitters. Gitters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Betsy's a, a guild, you know, spruce yeah. top, you know, very specific Nin- make. 1963. Yeah, 63 guild, man. Like, um,. Do you remember many Guild guitars? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, I got a buddy who has a Guild acoustic that I play all the time. It's great. Yeah, it's deep. Um, yeah. They now make a baritone 8-string, hmm. which is really weird because Taylor made one. Uh, I saw it at a Taylor Roadshow. Yeah. Um, 30-inch scale, uh, B2B tuning for baritone. But the middle two strings have tenor strings, like a 12 yeah, string. Yeah, it's double, double the middle strings. Yeah, so you play like a G chord on it, which is a D. And yeah. this is the fullest sound you'll ever hear of a guitar. But Guild now makes one that's affordable. And when I say hmm. affordable, it's like 600 bucks or something. But anyways, you got to check that out. More Guild famously, really weird solid bodies, too, back in the day. Yeah, my favorite solid body is the one from uh, Soundgarden. Yeah. With Chemtail. Yeah. And it had that really funky bridge that was you know, like a trapezoid shape yep. or something, but he, he didn't have a tremolo, but I always wondered like, how did he do that detune thing? And what it was, he was pushing on that bridge piece behind the stop tail. Yeah. Because it was just that unique, but you can't do it with a Gibson or anything like that. So he really got stuck playing that guild. 
another guild would be the ones they use in the Black Keys. With that, mm, yeah, you're right. Was it Starfire? Something like that. It was a really like a pawn shop kind of. It was yeah. a really odd body shape, so it's kind of got like a like a wave. I feel like they're called the Gold Starfire or something like that, maybe. Something like that, but it's got like gold gold foil pickups. Yep. So uh, enough about guild talk. <laughs> yeah. So Hank's like, "What are you doing to her?" You know, kind of thing. Picks it up like, "Oh my God, you've been playing this with your feet." <laughs> No, Dad, it's a piece of cheese. <laughs> yeah, so what is the punchline to this? It's just like the comedian Celery Head. Yeah, who's like, I'm assuming he's a Carrot Top style prop comedian. Yeah, and it shows, that, you know, it's a poster on Bobby's wall, obviously. It's like some prop comedian. And he's like, look, Dad, I'm Eddie Cheddar. Yeah, Eddie Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a play on, like, Eddie Vedder. Yeah, but he play He plays a Telecaster. So, uh, <laughs> do a little bit more homework there, Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Still a funny joke, though. But, you know, Mike, in his writing style and his musical connections, he does pretty good with this. I'm not going to knock him on it. But uh, not taking points off for the end of the episode. I'm just trying to go on my little rant, uh, my hot take. But, you know, Betsy the Guild really needs some work on it. And, you know, uh, he's... You know, not my guitar kind of thing, and shows it to Peggy, you know. Yeah. Do you have a guitar that's, like, your most prized possession? Like, it's worth more than, like, your, a family member? I don't know if i go that far, but I got ones that's worth more than anything else in my house. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently Betsy's uh, Hank's prized possession. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you know, look what he did to her kind of thing. And, you know, Peggy's trying to, it's like, well, if you spend more time with the boy kind of thing, giving him a role and responsibility and maybe, uh, you know, some kind of thing to look up to. And he was like, yeah, like Willie Nelson. Because, you know, he ruined his number three dream of Willie Nelson by messing up his guitar. Yeah. So she's really just trying to uh, give him a perspective on it. But, you know, this is Hank's prized possession. So, you know, Peggy's a little disheartened about that because he thinks highly of this guitar instead of his boy, you know? Yeah, and apparently he chipped the bridge. Yeah, and he chipped the bridge, and, you know... And, and some for some reason, Luanne comes out half-naked and, oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in her nightgown, and yeah. uh, basically, you know, put some clothes on, you know? They're still modest. Oh, man. So uh, he has to he has to take this thing to go get fixed, you know, complaining about it and everything, and Peggy's yep. just not having it. And he keeps referring to it as Betsy the whole time. Yeah. Which makes her jealous, of course. Yeah, it's making her jealous, like, you know, like, if he would talk about her, like he talks about Betsy kind of thing. So she's she's not having it, you know, getting her morning coffee and everything. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> so she's really trying to plan off her day. Oh, and, well. uh, hey. Let's say while this is going on, we hear a ruckus outside. Yeah, you hear something that's you know, like a kawam, and yeah. and Hank has no idea what's going on. But I just like what Bobby was Bobby saying too at this point in time. Yeah, he's a. Would you please not sit like that? <laughs> I sell propane and propane accessories. I tell you what, shut up, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> and he so he's sitting yeah. on the lawn tractor, yeah, <laughs> making fun of Hank, pretending to be Hank. Um, yeah, t- it knocks the brake off and then rolls forward. <laughs> yeah, so somehow Hank's already back asleep because you yeah, know, his original slumber was ruined, and um, he hears this traffic noise and he's like, "Oh, Willie, not in front of the traffic!" So apparently, this must be dream number four he's having with yeah. Willie Nelson. Gets abruptly woke up by Bobby, you know, scratching the Ford Ranger. Because you know yep. what's wrong with it. It's a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's wrong with it. It's a Ford. You know what they say Ford stands Stay for, it. don't you? It stands for fix it again, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dale, for the drop. Yep. So, uh, you know, he's running out there, and, you know, Hank's not having it. He's giving it to the boy. So, um, basically, he's telling him, all right, you're going golfing with me. So, while that's going on, you kind of hear... Some frustration taken out, and what it is, is Peggy's out back pitching to Luann because she's a catcher for her softball team or something, and Peggy's got some heat. Hoo yeah! Yeah. 
So she's really uh, giving the underhand fastball to Luann, discussing her like, I don't understand why Hank loves that guitar more than me. And so uh, throws it as fast as she possibly could. Luann actually backs up from the plate because yeah. that artist is like, oh, that one's, you put some hot sauce on that one. If so, you break my nails, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, so she's got to pass her nail exam. You know, she almost broke a nail. But um, Hank's really, under the hood of the truck now trying to fix something. Yeah, basically, I I don't know if it was the break or whatever's happening to it, but, you know, he's trying to get his act together because, oh, the horn gets stuck. That's obviously. why the horn's honking. Yeah, because... Um, uh, Dale comes over and gets his uh, sleep, he gets disturbed. Yeah. Well, the funny part was, is Bill says, is like, you know what? I think the horn's stuck. They're like, yeah. Yeah, Captain Obvious. So... <laughs> And Dale's all flustered because it ruined his uh, beauty slumber because he's trying to get his uh, yeah namaste or whatever his his foo foo. Here, here's what he says. Yeah. Sounds like your horn's going off. <laughs> you really think so, Bill? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Damn it, Hank! You know I can't have loud, sudden noises while I'm meditating. I was a nose hair away from attaining inner peace. Yeah. Don't even try to take credit for that. Yeah. It was not done by me. It was, it was done through me. me. <laughs> <laughs> he basically yeah. just kicks the truck. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. Isn't that how you fix most TVs back in the day? The channel wouldn't... Yep. The TV would scroll, and it looked like it was going like in a loop like this, and you would smack the side of the TV, and it was yep. straight, straight right now. <laughs> uh, old Nintendos, you'd slap them and blow them and shit. Yeah. Yeah, we were sharing a little bit of that before the episode, yeah. uh, some nostalgic stuff. So I, I was trying to set up some backdrop with like some cans of propane and an old tube TV I had. But uh, Joe and I were sharing our love for uh, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. So um, normally if you have a Nintendo sitting around, it usually has a cartridge stuck in it. So uh, I displayed my favorite cartridge that's pretty much the game that you know you turn on when the family wants to play super nintendo and it's the super mario world which is probably about the same kind of game i would be playing about the same time these episodes came out i would say yep and i would be playing legend of zelda link to the past yeah which is what's in mine yeah so that, that actually gave us a good topic today for discussion and then um uh donkey kong country was yeah that's another good one that is like my top game of all time uh, Donkey Kong Country itself, but um, you know, because I needed role models, <laughs> and, and the guys are really busting Hank's balls here in his narrow urethra about uh, how the boy really needs a a role model. Yeah, well, Bobby's in the side yard <clears throat> uh, hitting dog crap with a <laughs> with Hank's with a uh, chipping wedge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and he was like, "Boy, what are you hitting?" And he was like, "Oh, it's just dog poop." <laughs> he yanks it from him. So this is where he's giving them the whole spill where he has to have like a like a hero. And yeah. Hank Hank has a certain hero because that boy ain't right, you know, because he's got to clean his golf club now. But um, gives him an ultimatum because he didn't even really share with them his his favorite role model. But you know, gives Bobby time to think on it. Peggy's still giving him the whole speech. Well, did you talk to him yet? Pretty much about what type of hero, and he was like, yeah, because I have I have you know. Willie Nelson is a hero because he plays golf and, you know, plays guitar and those are things that he loves. So, uh, he's really about to give Bobby this whole ultimatum. Give him a sit down, talking to saying how he has his love for Willie Nelson and how he should consider having a role model. Yep. Yep. And Bobby's and, heroes are like a Game Boy champion. <laughs> yeah. So, like, Cheddarhead. So, you know, he's very yeah. distracted because <clears throat> guess what's in his hand? Not Super Nintendo, but also Nintendo, yep. the Game Boy. So he, he's boop, 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 you know, B A back back B A, you know, chipping away, and he's like, no, you got to pay attention to me. He yanks it out of his hand. And he's like, you got to have a real a real hero, and he starts naming uh, naming guys, and it just happens to be one of the one of the boys was like the second most gaming kid yeah. or something like that. Howard Howard Adderley. Yeah, Adderley. Oh yeah, Adderley's yeah. boy. Yeah, so it shows this cutscene of where Hank's like playing poker with like, you know, the the dad of him, and uh, happens to have to go to the bathroom and accidentally walks in on this kid, 
And this kid's like, what, like gooey green or something? Yeah, he's like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, like <laughs> checking him out because, you know, he always yeah, has. I don't get why Hank always has these accidental walk-ins all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, um, they, he decides Bobby's going with him now to the golf courses. He needs, like, a real, real role model. Yeah. Um, and, like, uh, they're putting in the car, and he has to strap or seatbelt Betsy into the car. <laughs> he didn't care about Bobby having a seatbelt, but Betsy gets yeah. one. But I think even Bobby said, you know, like, I guess my hero could be Willie Nelson. He was like, no, boy, I'm taking you golfing. Throws him in the car, throws Betsy in the car. Yeah. So... Here's here's Peggy again loading up the car again and be careful with Pepsi, you know, like yep. <laughs> gotta make sure she's strapped in for the ride. They already broke a bridge and all this stuff. Uh then uh Peggy now goes with uh Luann to do her braiding uh final exam, which of course does not go very well at all. Her hands get tied up twisted up in the braids. Yeah, this looks like some kind of gym rope experiment. Yeah. Yeah, but she, like, nails it at first, and then the next thing you know, she does the wrong move, and then, like, both of her arms and handcuffs yeah, herself to this thing. <laughs> it's pretty funny how it lands. So, um, you know, she's like, help! <laughs> <laughs> so, that that part's really fun. And, yep, uh, and then, then we're at the guitar shop, and I'll play a clip for the guitar shop. Oh, I love this part, because there's, there's certain, yeah, you gotta pay close attention to the guitar yep. shop. Go ahead 100%. with that clip, Joe. It's the bridge, isn't it? Well, bridge is the symptom. Fratissymmetry is the disease. <laughs> Smells like a belly button. Yeah, my son was playing it with a piece of cheese. You mean like celery head? <laughs> Look, I'm Camembert Humperdinck. Les, go in the back and alphabetize the guitar strings. Now, alphabetize by letter? or Les. Okay. All right. Cheese or not, this is a sweet, sweet guitar. Is she for sale? Not hardly. Just fix the bridge, Earl. Oh, didn't think so. Most guys would sell their wives before they'd sell a guitar like this. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remember that one. <laughs> oh, heck, I got a million of them. Like, women are a lot like a guitar. They both come with strings attached. Oh. <laughs> oh. Actually, I guess those are the only two. Most women would be... <laughs> Dude, I love these cutaway like yeah. guitar riffs every time. So it's usually acoustic or a strat or something. Yeah, something real clean. Yeah, real clean shreddability. You know, I like yeah. how they do those transitions. And honestly, uh, I'm not that attached to my guitars where I would sell my wife. I mean, my wife, like Borat or something. My wife. My wife. <laughs> But, uh, you know, because guitars come with strings. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of them. You <laughs> just certain weights for it. Yeah. Well, I, I think, guess that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. And uh, honestly, uh, guitar shops do that, man. Like, you know, ooh, she's a beauty. Is she yeah. for sale? <laughs> like, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I just couldn't, I couldn't see, like, um, something that I was coming in for a setup or pay, paying for, not a string change, but, you know, maybe an adjustment or setup. Trying to sell the guitar. Like, what was the advantage of that? I guess. Right. I'm trying to think of 90s guitar store experience. And my first experience was buying something like a Zoom 505 because that's what was on the shelf. But I didn't really exactly take a guitar in. I think when I was 14, I took it in to get the strings changed because I didn't know what I was doing and I broke like <laughs> the first high E string. But, um,. I definitely don't remember any jokes from the guys there. Like, who's this kid bringing the yeah. guitar in? You know? Yeah, they, they, they weren't. I mean, I guess it's different if you're in Texas at a small guitar shop versus, like... Guitar Center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and honestly, they're like, here, buy this Orange Crush 15-watt amp. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, push, buy this Dimebag Daryl. <laughs> yeah, like Fast Movers, you know, as they call them. Yep. So, you know, this guy's like a slow Eddie or whatever, and, you know, like... Uh, what I do you for kind of questions. So honest, honest workmanship. This guy was really admiring his guild, you know, cause it's the 63 guild and all that, but they're just shooting a breeze, but really cuts off to the scene where, um, uh, actually I think this is the part where Luanne tries the attempt again and literally handcuffs herself, but she gets the braid so fast. She gets down to the end and no, she really tied herself up this time. So honestly, uh, I don't see how they're getting through the rest of this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oops. Um, I like Peggy's getting her mustache like uh, shaved off too. Yeah, that 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 was um along with the big feet thing. You're kind of seeing some of the masculinity. Yeah. Of of Peggy as a character development and she's honest, like the Louisa of her day. Yeah, and her anger is getting the best of her. So they go yard selling, and what does she happen upon? A guitar from an old lady at the yard sale. Pays for it, what, 25 bucks or something like that? It's something like, yeah. It was very cheap. And then the next thing you know, like, instantly she smashes it, like, right in the driveway. Hoo-ah! <laughs> yeah. So, apparently she's practicing the guitar a different way than what Hank would be doing. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, so I think we're trying to build the uh, climactic um, build for this. She's not having it with this guitar, so I guess the next time we see this guitar, it could be in danger, but... uh the boys are enjoying their day on the golf course. At the Arlen Public Golf Course. Yeah, at the Public Golf Course. And uh, Bill's honestly uh, talking about to Hank about how um, Bobby's uh, role model could be somebody... Like Santa Claus? Like Santa Claus because, you know, it's it's somebody that it doesn't have to be physically attached to or something fictitious. Yeah. But uh, Dale, Dale's teeing off. And, uh, uh, what do they call this when you don't exactly hit it where you want to go? You know, he needs a mulligan. You uh, but shank it? Yeah, he, sh- he dead shanks it. Like, he just literally slices, slices the thing. Slices it. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it goes like 20 feet or something the wrong way. And yeah, <laughs> he tries to break the golf club. Yeah, he's, he's like smacking it across his knee and he said, darn Russian titanium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then, uh, so next up is Bobby. Or no, Bill, I mean, and Bobby's really trying to watch. Bill's, like, got this whole stage fright thing going. And, uh, I guess, uh, Boomhauer and Hank aren't having it. And just, he's like, come on, Bill. Bill whacks it and thinks it's, like, gone, man. And he's like, what should you have done? Ask Boomhauer for advice. I don't know if you could pull up Boomhauer's clip on here. He tries to tell him to pretty much slow down and sticks his arm straight out or something but he can't even understand a word boom hour says yeah yeah so they got to go chase their ball get it on the cart and you see bob portly bobby hanging off the back of the cart and it the cart takes off kind of fast bobby jumps on the back of it and it slows down to like one mile an hour <laughs> <laughs> i think i got the boom hour clip yeah yeah, man, I'll tell you what you do, man. You just keep that dang old arm straight, man. Y'all put your left hand still, man. Just speed it the hell up. Let's roll. <laughs> uh, you always catch the tail end of what he says, but he really gets direct and to the point. Yeah, you know, just, just speed, speed it the, the hell, hell up. up. <laughs> Bobby's up on the back of the cart, slows it down because, you know, he wears a size husky something. God, yeah. man, that's a big boy. But um, they chip the ball. Hank's looking for his out in the fairway next to the trees and bushes. And uh, Bobby's asking uh, Dale what kind of role model does he have. And next thing you know, there's another Boomhauer clip. And Boomhauer's like, hey, daggone, blah, 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 four, man. And by the yeah. time he says four, the ball's already hitting the golf cart. I'm like dying laughing at this part. Like, it's everybody, so good. Oh, it's so good. Everybody in the gym was just staring at me like, what in the hell's wrong with this guy? And I'm, I'm in here watching Hank Hill and Boomhauer like <laughs> slicing yeah. the ball. <laughs> It's right here. And watch this. No, no, son, don't. Oh, no, that's fine. That's where he actually makes it. All right, Bobby. Yeah, that's the very next scene. So Bobby really uh, has a knack for this golf thing, you know, because the the guys from the alley and their their amazing uh, golfer skills are not really shining today, but Bobby (laughs) nails this ball, you know. So, uh Honestly, this could work out for him, and Hank Hank already loves golf, and it's like, yep, got to get a role model here. And um, I'm missing, I guess we skipped a part, but uh, I guess it's not significant enough to even remember what it was 10 seconds before he knocks it in, but the guys are really giving the dissertation how Bobby's not going to amount to anything, but Bobby exactly makes that, you know, chip in. Hank's all excited, you know, his boy just nailed the ball into the hole. He's trying to give him all these pointers and tips, you know, to follow through. Bobby's always consistently trying to make some 
cheddar head joke yep. or something. And uh, Bobby's really trying to give it a go, and the golf club comes away from his hands, and you see a shadowy figure in the distance get whacked in the face with the golf oh, yeah. club. Oh, my God. And they thought they killed this dude, flips him over, and who is this guy that got hit by the golf club? Motherfucking Willie Nelson. It is Willie Nelson. So, you know, it's cu- it's cutting to the uh, commercials because, yeah, and- you know, it's that cliffhanger. Coming back from commercials, uh, they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? Willie says, am I bleeding from the ears? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that always an indicator? Like, I'm not an EMS. We Me got- neither. I you have got, got hit in the head with the golf ball before, though. That wouldn't surprise me. You got a big freaking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually ricocheted. The person was hit the ball, and it, it, I was sitting in the car, and it sliced directly off there, hit the pole in the cart, and then came back and smacked me in the head. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got a few friends that are EMSs, and they, they attend to emergency things i don't know if maybe i should ask andrew or somebody to see what they check first do they check for a pulse and check to see if they're bleeding from the ears yeah i don't know i don't know we have, have to get to back ask. on that yeah, but he definitely. lives in canada so maybe they have a different set of rules yeah they'll probably do that a and then yeah, politely probably, hold the door open for somebody <laughs> don't they have like a maple syrup iv yeah i don't know but <laughs> he's gonna kill us for these uh colloquials yeah he won't listen <laughs> yeah probably not but um Anyways, checks his ears for bleeding, and uh, Hank's like, I'm your number one fan, and, you know, yeah. trying to get his signature and it's everything. It's so, like, cringy. Oh, man. Like, have you ever met your hero? Yeah, no. No? I don't really uh, have a hero. <laughs> uh, a role model? Not not such as Willie Nelson? I mean, I did hang out with Doug this weekend. Uh, Doug's pretty <laughs> cool. Doug, yeah. Doug Chris of the Masters of the Cinematic Universe and Just Surprise Me podcast, and his pedal company Thirty Seven Effects. Guys, you got to go check that out. But yeah. Doug Chris, man, like he's always a polite guy, and yeah, you know, Doug's the best. He's the best. He's a good role model. Him and Eric, I, I between you, him and Eric, I just like super lucked out with like good ass people. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Andrew and, and Will too, yeah. honestly. Yeah, but you're you're the dark guy, and we're kind of the bright balls of sunshine, so yeah. opposites attract in a way. But um, Willie's not having it. He's trying to dart away. Willie originally didn't have a golf cart, so Hank's like, hey, you're supposed to play golf with me and play guitar. And he's like, please sign this as your number one fan. And this dude's scribble is what, like a legal, yeah, it's <laughs> a like a wiggly line. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Hank's like, but we didn't even get to play golf or guitar. And he's like all disappointed and everything like that. So, Yeah, I got to play this right here. Just as, it's so. It's cringy. Willie Nelson. Oh, my Lord. Are oh you okay? Lord. Am I bleeding from the ears? No. And <laughs> I must be okay then. Oh, Mr. Nelson, I am so sorry. Uh, my boy is new to golfing. Oh, gosh. I, I'm your biggest <laughs> fan. I go to every concert I can. I've been to every Farm Aid except one. I don't much care for that Brian Adams. Damn, I wish I had my guitar here with me for you to sign. Uh, Here, why don't you make it out to, uh, let's say, to my best friend. No, no, I I don't want you to lie. To my good friend. uh, hmm. To my number one fan, Hank Hill. Uh, hey, Hey, Willie, you know, I play guitar, too. I also play golf, but you already know that. that. Uh, but you probably don't know you're, uh, you're my hero. He took our cart. <laughs> don't you ever know that you're my hero? Uh, I don't oh, know what Brian Adams did. Oh, I, I, I think it's a farm aid. And that's... Um, you had the John Cougar Mellencamp, Brian Adams. Yeah. You're you're solo eighties artists. I don't yeah. you know, I don't know if Bruce Springsteen was there or not, but you know. It's all not the guys a, the guys that would have the hired gun, you know. Yeah, but why bands. would what did he do that made Hank so mad? I don't know. Like I mean, uh, I guess everything he did, he didn't do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna run to you. <laughs> but uh I love Brian Adams. 80s chorus, man. Every time I think of a chorus pedal, I think of Brian Adams. But I'm the, um, whenever I think of a chorus pedal, I think of the police. Yeah, police, 
Prince, Purple Rain. Come as you are. Come as you are, yeah. So, um, Hank's number one, you know, fan, scribbly autograph. He's so disappointed. Yeah. So, um, you know, it cuts to a scene where the guys are back at the house, and he's trying to tell Peggy what's going on, and what's the first thing that Peggy asked? If, if, was if he bleeding Nil- from his ears? Was he ble- <laughs> bleeding from his ears? It was such a callback, and I mean, it, it just happened like 30 seconds ago or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, instinctively, like, you needed to know that's the first thing to check yeah. if somebody's bleeding from the ears. So, it's uh, gotta be, it's gotta be the way it works. Yeah, definitely, and, um... Honestly, uh, while this is going on, Bobby gets the door ringing, and uh, guess what? The guys from the guitar shop fix old uh, Betsy up. So you see this black guitar case given to Bobby, and Bobby's like, I don't want to disappoint my dad. You know what? I'm going to deliver him his guitar, and I'm going to get Willie Nelson to sign his guitar. So he gets this bright idea that you know, somehow he's going to meet Willie Nelson again. And this little sad story, while they're trying to... Um, wrap their head around what's going on somehow bobby runs into willie nelson in his yard willie's just laying on a park bench because like all the signs around his house saying tax repossession or something yeah yeah and uh, what i like though is uh, bobby drops the guitar his way there i won't tell him about this part (laughs) i won't tell him about this part yeah he like drops it face down or whatever while in the case (laughs) yeah you hear that that stereotypical sound of a guitar ringing out like from inside the case yeah, like from uh, Quick Draw McGraw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but what, yeah, he, Bobby hears like video game sounds and he stumbles over to find Willie Nelson playing a Game Boy. Yeah, and it's like some pro golf game. I guess yeah. it's not Tiger Woods because he wasn't famous yet, but you know. Nah. Uh, Willie can't Probably seem Arnold to get there. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know. Could not get past level five or whatever the problem is. And Bobby's like, oh, yeah, that's right, because b- right before the release, then you hit the attack button or something like that. And he was like, oh, that worked kind of thing. He was like, hey, yeah. you're pretty good at this. Are hey, you wait. the kid who cleans my yard or rakes my yard? <laughs> He's like, no, I don't rake your yard. And he was like, then I want my quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's so cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, though. That and was the delivery. Funny. Yeah. And um, Hank's... Uh, wondering what's going on and while he's still arguing with Peggy they get a phone call yeah I'll play the phone call for you yeah Hill residence dad guess where I am I don't know let's see crushing Dwight Yoakam's voice box with my five iron <laughs> I'm at Willie Nelson's and he wants you to come over son you're teasing the gorilla in the monkey house Willie Nelson here practically blind in one eye now but I got your son here and, oh I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Nelson. Bobby's never stalked anyone before, and he's not very good at it. Uh, I mean, well, he shouldn't be stalking anybody. Uh, I'll come get him right away. (laughs) That's crazy. I guess uh, Hank didn't stalk him enough, but somehow they automatically knew where Willie Nelson lives. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy how phone calls work, but uh, I'm not trying to create plot holes, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny how Deus Ex Machina works. (laughs) But yeah, so um, I love that. Like, he's like, "What are you crushing Dwight Yoakam's voice box?" Voice box, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm as fast as you. I love, I loved his boogie style, man. You know, That's guitars funny. and Cadillacs. Yeah. God, Dwight Yoakam, dude. He was in Sling Blade. Really? Yeah, he was the bad guy in Sling Blade. Oh technically. shit! Yeah. And uh, my favorite part of Sling Blade, which is a very memorable part, and this is Billy Bob Thornton playing a uh, slow character, is uh, they were having band practice, and he's like yelling at his bandmates. He's like, we don't need no practice, Randy. What we need is some more <laughs> paying gigs. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Funny. I really think Billy Bob Thornton is a real-life Dale Gribble. Possibly, like if they played like a live version, he should play him. Like he look has the look down. Yeah, I just interviewed a guy for the Signal Path podcast, and the guy opened up for Billy Bob Thornton's band. Oh, nice! And I didn't even know he had a band. He was telling me about that whole experience, but it was in Topeka, Kansas, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, those guys can jam. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah, so Dwight Yoakam's another shout-out in here. And as you see, Hank starts to roll up into this whole event. Willie must throw these house parties, like, on a daily basis or something. But you see, like, Lyle Lovett 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see some of them. Uh, Gene Hackman was one of them or something. Yeah. Um, it goes by so fast, but you see like all this this starcade of Hollywood people at Willie Nelson's house somewhere in Texas. And uh, you see Willie, and you see Bobby, and somehow Hank finds Willie, and he was like, oh, no, like, you know, what's my boy Dundee? And he was like, nothing. He was like, just tell me how good of a dad you are, and, you know, you got a really good boy here. Hands him his guitar and flips it over, and it's that same squiggly line. Yep. The same exact one. Exact same. Exact same says to my number one fan. So he's like, oh, like, you know. Is he called Hank Hall or something like that? Hank Hall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willie's got an eye patch and everything, which is even funnier, like if you actually yep. see the scene. But, uh, you know, because he's practically blind and why. But doesn't improve his signature. Um, you get the jaw-dropping Hank Hill. Then it cuts to another scene where uh, Peggy's getting her hair braided. And Luann's really just... Uh, Trying to pass this exam, and she doesn't think she's going to make it through beauty school. Yep, and then the phone, the phone rings again. Yep. In. Hill residence. Peggy, you'll never guess. I'm at Willie Nelson's house. He says we're all invited to his barbecue. Gee, I'd love to come, Hank, but Ann Richards and I are doing our toenails. I don't think so, Peggy. I'm looking at Ann Richards right now, and she's playing tetherball with one of my roadies. Say the- that was him. <gasps> Oh, my Lord, what do I wear? It doesn't matter, Peg. Wear any old thing. Oh, just don't forget to bring Betsy's orange woven shoulder strap. Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very specific. Yeah, orange just, woven shoulder strap. Yeah, wouldn't you just grab the guitar strap, you know? Like, yeah. Betsy has all this extra care, and i tell you what, like, it cuts over and Hank and Willie are sitting there jamming around. And this is the funny part. Like, it cuts to Boomhauer, and who's Boomhauer talking to? Freaking Bob Dylan, dude. Have you right. ever yeah. have, have you ever heard a song and understood the lyrics to a Bob no. Dylan song? And it's funny that, out of all people, Boomhauer's talking to him. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure who's voicing Bob Dylan for this, but this is hilarious because he's like, yep. Man in some blue jeans and some, you know, yeah. like talking about Watergate and all kinds of other. Yeah, here we go. Life before I'd sell my guitar. <laughs> I tell you what, man, you did that dang old Mr. Tambourine Man talk about did come play song for me and you know, all. Then you get you take change your name Zimmerman, y'all born again. Zimmerman, yeah, like, whole bunch of kids coming around, like Mad Dog, denim. Going platinum, who knows? Accounting firms and yet, dang old Boomer. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, the the Dell and Bill seed where you know this yeah. this Hollywood chick's like tapping the keg or something. He was yep. like, "You gonna want to tilt your cup there, ma'am?" And they're trying to get her to bend over or something. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You're just gonna get nothing but foam." <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's such comedic gold. So there's it so is. much going on in those clips. Um, you're getting 30 seconds of really good uh, King of the Hill content here. And honestly, uh, the guys are just enjoying themselves. It's it's that whole house party kind of thing. And Peggy's uh, not not really happy with Hank's performance, even though he's yeah, playing no. the guitar. He's really getting played on his own play. And yeah. I think this is Gene Hackman she's talking who's who she's talking to this dude? Dennis Hoffman or something? Like God, I'm so out of touch with the the, the more popular nineties. Oh Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, yeah. Yeah. Dennis My Hopper. mind was going blank there for I was like, what the hell is this dude's name? What was Dennis Hopper in? Um I believe he was in uh a a movie we did in MOTCU, and it was a terrible movie for some reason. It wasn't Jaws. <laughs> I want to say it was. It's not Jaws. It can't be Jaws. That that was um. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, Hopper was like in like some serious movies though, because I remember he pl- always played like some kind of lawyer character. Or yeah, something. I mean he's been in. Let's see here, fucking two hundred something movies. Uh, yeah. Oh, what were just what movie? I I want to say it was a terrible movie. Like I hated this movie. Um, that but probably did. more '80s movies than anything. I would say the '90s movies. I want to say it's Search and Destroy, the worst movie we did. Oh on the yeah, Search and Destroy. That would make sense. 
I want to say that's the movie he was in that I'm thinking of. I'm just trying to see if it's on this list on IMDb here. Yeah, I think Doug will be yelling at the screen right now. (laughs) 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 But uh, on this week of Joe Reed's IMDb, because I'm too lazy to get my phone for IMDb. (laughs) I'm just scrolling through this to see if there's anything that sticks out here. Um, Uh, Oh, he was apparently in Willie Nelson and Friends Live and Kicking. Oh, that's hilarious. That really matches this episode. I was thinking he played like some Navy dude on a battleship or something. And it was like a serious um, kind of wartime movie. I could see that but also. But I think that might have been Gene Hackman. And I get these guys mixed up all the time. He was in Easy Rider? Yeah, Easy Rider. Yeah, that is right. He was an Easy Rider. Golly, I get these guys mixed up all the time. But Peggy's not having it with him. Telling them, you know, how Hank loves this guitar more than her and how, you know, basically that's the love of his life and not exactly Peggy. Peggy's, like, finishing her brew, wiping her face, and uh, he's just uh, shaking her head saying, you know, you got you to gotta tell him what's up. She abruptly leaves, and she's about to go practice smashing this guitar like um, she bought from the yard sale. Yeah. And, and it cuts back to uh, Hank and Willie, and Hank's like, what do I do about my boy? He don't have a role model. He said, but you were like my role model, and I just can't get my boy to understand. And Willie's basically telling her, you got a good boy there. He would have never met Willie without him making his mistakes, you know? Correct. He got yeah. whacked in the face with the golf club, so you're getting the moral of the story. And, Hank, um, you know, yeah. Willie's trying to tell him, I think I think Bobby does have a, a hero. Yeah, and the hero is not far within his own sight that it's literally his own dad and how great his dad is. So um, that's kind of that awe moment, you know, kind of in the episode. And so Hank has got to go talk to him and level with him because Bobby thinks he's going to fuss at him for playing video games and how he ain't amounting to anything for playing video games. But Hank really has a heart-to-heart with Bobby and tells him, you know, you know you're my boy. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Dennis Hopper was in Search and Destroy, the worst movie we did on that. The MOTCU episodes? Yep, yeah, I finally found it. It took me a little while to get there, but I found it, and uh, that's why I remembered it, because I was thinking, I was like, I know he was in something really bad. Yeah, talking about Search and Destroy, Peggy's like stomping towards Hank at the moment. Yeah. And Hank's <laughs> giving him the story how... It. How he loved the guitar and learned how to play it, and he wrote this song for Peggy. You talking about old Peggy? God, that's such a goofy thing. But you gotta, you gotta imagine Mike Judge is trying to write songs for these yeah. episodes. What's funny because he knows like so much about good music. Yeah, and I'm honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he could play more than three chords. He probably could play more than three chords, but you know. As a composer of writing TV shows, probably could write a good guitar song in a way. So he's kind of has this like Buddy Holly style, old Peggy, Peggy, you know, yeah, kind of kind of fifties rockabilly kind of riff going on there. And who walks up, Peggy? So she goes from storming mad to realizing like that's my song. Yep. You know, that's pull, when they, I'm trying to pull up the song here for yeah, us. It's so goofy, but it, it it's wholesome at the same time. Yeah, here we go. Got you it? can do with a guitar that doesn't involve cheese. <laughs> this is a song I wrote a long time ago. Well, I know a gal with a pretty leg. She's a gal who can fry my egg. And her name is Peg. Well, I love you and I love you, Peggy Peg. Well, uh, then it just sort of goes off into a Buddy Holly riff. Peggy, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't realize you were there. Here, Bobby, go practice. Are you sure it's okay for yeah. me? You know, I was, get, get. <laughs> <laughs> he just hands him the guitar and says, "Get." Yeah. So uh, Willie's getting uh, his hair braided after this sweet moment. You know, I Peggy win. and Hank. Hank. Yeah, Hank makes up to Peg there. Get a smooch. Tells Bobby to get. 
and Willie's getting his hair braided by, of course, who? Luann. Yeah, but she's doing a good job, and there's, like, magic happening in the air, but then he tells her just to ease up on the uh, glitter the, spray. The glitter spray, yeah. I was trying to remember, like, this dude's getting bedazzled right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as soon as that's over with, you get the whole refreshments outro. Yeah. So always, um, these guys have some wholesome content to this. So that's the fun part of these episodes. Outro solo. I know it's really low, but I just... I know, it's that dinner bell, man. Like, it hooks me every time. Is that really a triangle or a dinner bell? Yeah. And then uh, the guy from the guitar store, you know, yeah, he's got so many jokes. But um, <laughs> honestly, uh, I'm I'm gonna rate this one kind of high because of uh, you got a, a guest here. He pulled out Willie Nelson in the fourth episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to give this at least an A minus on this one, Joe. Yeah, I I feel you like where you're going with that because we do got like a big name Willie Nelson here, but I mean. Other than that, I don't really love the story of this episode. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it, it's kind of cheesy and kind of really cringy at moments. But oh, it, like I Cheddarhead, got, yeah, the Cheddarhead. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of forcing things to make them happen in this episode. Um, it doesn't feel as natural as some of them do, um, but I still think it's 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 an A minus. I think it's a good grade for it. I think the raw talent that he has a talent pool pulling somebody like um willie nelson into the episode and then you kind of get the starstruck of him meeting his hero and writing the whole episode i mean again this is the fourth episode of what like 10 or 12 for the first season yeah well i mean also we get three boomhauer like segments which is good yeah and and then dale kicking oh my god that is the most comedic part yeah. of this whole episode is when he hits the golf ball. <laughs> you just cannot spit out four. Dang on four. And then um, Dale kicks the, the truck to stop the horn. Yeah. It works yeah. through me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he's trying to reach Nirvana or whatever. But, uh, yeah. oh, man, like... Um, to me, this is more of the um, character development with uh, Peggy and Hank's dynamics. Um, yeah. Luann's really trying to get her beauty school on, and it shows her uh, character development. Bobby with trying to find himself in his role model. So that's that's hard part of adolescence. But um, a lot of music talk. And since I'm a music nerd, um, that's the reason why I rated it so high. So. Yeah, but, uh, we gotta we gotta also pick a, a song to share to the uh, public for this episode. What what song should we go with in this episode? Oh God, you were talking about Bloodhound Gang before, I know. <laughs> uh, which is really really funny because uh, it had what like Vanilla Ice or something. In yeah, <laughs> it's so bad though. Yeah, but uh, we had something guitar oriented because I mean, would you love to hear the world's greatest guitar player Willie Nelson? <laughs> oh God. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't what, know what song I would go with, dude. I don't even know. Like, there's oh man, like because he had instrumentals, but I'm pretty sure he did like a gospel album. Yeah, but I think Willie Nelson was more known for his. Uh, they didn't do Travel and Wilburys. There was a country version, The Highwayman or something. Yeah, yeah. Highwayman and yeah. Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys, which I love that song, especially from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I thought that was Waylon Jennings. Uh, I, well, I know Willie Nelson did a version of it. Yeah, he probably wrote that song. He he was more of a singer-songwriter. Yeah. I'm going to play his version of that song, because I just want to hear that song right now. Yeah, there we go. Let's play a little bit of this, just to take a song. Ooh, Phaser. Right? Cowboys ain't easy to love, and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. The Chipmunks did this too. Yeah, a lot of long yeah. star belt buckles and old faded Levi's. And each night it's a lot faster than I thought. Like the, the slide guitar. If you don't understand yeah. him, he don't die young. He'll probably just ride away. 
Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's Texas for you. Don't let them play guitars and drive more trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Bobby trying to play a lawyer, Bobby. Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That little slide guitar solo. Oh, yeah. Stay home and they're always alone. Even with someone they love. Key change. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a guitar solo, but there wasn't there, so. Dude, like, he always wrote, like, uh, progressional songs with key he changes did. and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Oh man, I don't know if that started that '80s craze or what. Like, with, but that was Western music. That wasn't just country. That was that was Western. Yeah. Uh, I, see, I, I love that era. That's the. I don't. I'm not a big country music guy, but like that era of country music, that like '70s and '60s country music, I really got down with that. Um, I was a kid because I had to always put the album on and drop the needle for all the people partying in the '80s. <laughs> And it was always like David Allen Coe, who's from Dallas, Texas. Ooh, be careful what song it is. <laughs> oh, God. They're He's got all, some real all... bad ones, though. Okay, it started bad, and then it ended really, really bad. Yeah. And then it goes to prison bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah oh, he God, had he was some... terrible. He has some real, yeah. God, he was so raunchy. Ooh, yeah. But um, I guess uh, for my teenage years we had rodney carrington who played guitar but he was a comedian so yeah but he was raunchy but uh country music was different in the 90s i mean you had your it was just pop music it was very pop pop music with twang line dancing yeah boot scooting boogieing and all the girls like i'm a badass now look at me (laughs) uh that's your gretchen wilson that's the end of it but i'm talking about the line dancing chattahoochee and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah. it was also like, no man of mine is going to walk alone. Like, That's Canada. How great <laughs> she is and shit. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I ain't, I, that, ain't my, that ain't my shit. Nah. <laughs> I, I can't mess with it. No, we had George Strait. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it was serious down to business country, you know. See, and what then, I like is, I'm digging up bones. Digging I'm up digging up bones. bones. That's that's the kind of country music I like. Uh, I, I saw a lot of the '90s artists just because you remember I was telling you about my uncle being a mascot, being the country bear. Yeah, the guy invented breakdancing at the well, tractor pull. He started the breakdancing fad with mascots, but um, that was the radio station and TV station WSOC, which is in Charlotte. Yeah. So it was country music, and we had tickets to all the. Um, country music family reunion so we would see like hank williams jr and um oh golly not not exactly shania twain era but like previous to that you'd have like doug stone uh clint black you know all those really good uh 90s country radio hits like i saw that live as a kid and then it would bring up like somebody like willie nelson and you would be bored to tears because he would have a serious set. It was time to sit down and be quiet, kids. Willie Nelson's on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get all rowdy. <laughs> but and um, the um the other one I liked, um, well this was guess was nineties is the I've got friends in places. <laughs> Dude, Garth Brooks is coming to town and it's sold out already. I imagine so. It sold out in three hours. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, and that's party boy. That's college party boy country music from the nineties. Yeah, and now that's funny because like all the pop pop country now is um, just a list of ice, you know, just stuff that's like a grocery list for countryisms. You know, like yep. I'm going down to the local store. I'm gonna get some tackle and bait. Yeah, and fishing pole in the water. And it's like I want to check you for ticks. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in the Walmart parking lot squatting. <laughs> I got an international tractor, but I don't use it for anything. <laughs> like I don't get country living now, cause I like no. you see me outside dealing with June bugs and everything flying by, yeah. you know. And uh, I don't consider myself country. I don't try to. Or nah, I, I got I got some redneck in me, but that's uh, family tradition, you know. Yep. <laughs> you can't you can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. Dude, it's I got like me. I got the hood in me still. Like, I know. I don't look it, but I got the hood in me. 
uh Miami say, you know, the the uh the da 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 kudo like Kulo. <laughs> so you gotta get that 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 uh so, that, that so Caribbean copy. beat, yeah. It's yeah. That little that little beat that on the end that has to be as late as humanly possible. Yeah, kind of like yeah. a Led Zeppelin riff. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, that's yeah. like Kumba. That's what it's called Kumba. Kumba, yeah. So uh, yeah. So you got a mix. I got a mix. I lived in both rural and urban areas. And uh, country has a small place. Now I got to play Wagon Wheel at, and for people's entertainment, which I absolutely hate that song. But that's a Bob Dylan song. I didn't know if you knew I, that or not. It is, yeah. Yeah. See, in Miami, when they say country music, you're like, which country? <laughs> Cuba. Okay. Or Puerto Rico. Or yeah. Chile. Dominica, or yeah. Colombia. Brazil. Yeah. Don't they, well, from watching Scarface, like, yeah. you know, they don't like Colombians or something? Oh, like, uh, well, Colombians just brought the cocaine in to Miami. Oh, uh, okay. The yeah. cocaine cowboys. The yeah. Cocaina. Cocaina, yeah. I just hate the yeah. chainsaw part of Scarface. That's a long movie. Uh, it's a good movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think you actually have some Al Pacino drops, but not from Scarface. Yeah, no, but, yeah. Uh, I know. But I know a lot of the Scarface ones, too. I just... Don't know if I should say I'm on here because they're pretty bad. Well, I got called Tony Montana, so you know, say yeah. hello to my little friend. I had to learn that growing up. So yeah, um, there's uh, oh man, there's just so many good that movie. Yeah, man. So uh, country music, the greatest guitar player, Willie Nelson. <laughs> Hank's got the willies, y'all. I think we're gonna end that one. Yeah, and you know how we note, do it. 